Uh, well, that's, that's, that's awesome. I've been like, you know, kind of interested in your experience with EVs. I think our next car will be an EV. I think the takeaway for our um, fan club is that um, EVs are like germanium fuzzes. They perform differently based on the temperature. Howdy fellow effects pedal fans. This is Justin. And as always, we're joined by Vince. And this is actually episode two of the 2022 season, which is exciting. Um, this is our annual pedal board baseline where Vince and I walk you through our boards just to see how they evolve over the course of the year. Hope you enjoyed last episode where I talked about my board and this episode, we're going to be going through Vince's board, but a couple quick housekeeping things. Um, make sure to go to the website, effectspedalfanclub.com. You can sign up for the newsletter where we just have a good time curating everything new in the world of effects pedals and sending it out, you know, broadcasting it out, making sure every corner of the earth knows about maybe a new builder, a new way of uh, stacking pedals, um, a great new show that's on YouTube, whatever it may be. And then um, always, you know, follow us on Instagram at effectspedalfanclub. You can tag us, make sure you're sharing your boards you know, you're, you're playing, whatever it is. Uh, we love to see it. We love to share it. So, uh, hopefully we'll see you on the gram. That being said, we are going to get into episode two of the 2022 season. Let's kick it off. But before we get into it, Vince, um, how's the uh, EV treating you? Vince has recently got an electric, electric car, uh, yeah. new to me. I've, I've, I've driven it once and it was accelerated so fast. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with it, <laughs> but it's, um, it's, yeah. What's going on? What's, how's it treating you? It's so wonderful. I mean, like, um, it was a little weird cause I bought it in the summer and, um, the, the thing about EVs, I guess, um, because it's a battery, it, um, you'll actually have less mileage in the winter than in the summer because it's affected by temperature, which batteries are, and that's kind of typical. Um, but it, it works out okay for me. Um, it's, like I said, it's my daily driver. So um, I basically just go to and from work sometimes or run errands and stuff like that. But um, in the winter, like today, it I mean, it snowed here pretty recently, but I had it at full charge this morning and I had like 270 miles to a charge in cold weather. Um, which is more than I need considering my, I charge it at home. So like, you know, I run my errands for a few days and then if it gets, you know, if it's below 50, I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll plug it in tonight and let it charge. But it's, it's been such a great, like addition to my life for sure. Cause like, there's never that issue of like, oh, I forgot to get gas last night. Now I got to stop and leave early today and stuff like that. But, um, as long as I remember to charge it when it's needs to be charged, I'm good. Also, it's got to feel good to not like put gas, like use gas. Oh my God. It's, it's great. And, um, it's, it, it did, did fairly well in the snow. I mean, so mine is only front wheel drive. So it does, I don't have the all wheel drive cause that requires two motors. So the price difference, um, also listeners, um, it's not a Tesla. It is not a Tesla. Right. Yep. Um, so it doesn't have the dual motor, so it's just front wheel drive, but uh, because it has regenerative braking, so when you let off the gas, it starts to apply the uh, motor brake, right? It it, um, it kind of slows down in the snow by itself using that, and so it reminds me of downshifting in a manual car, which is like I would my entire life from when I turned 16 and got my first car 
till I bought this car was only manual transmission. This is my first automatic car. No. When you were on tour, was it a stick? Was your van a manual or automatic? No, that was not automatic. So like I've driven automatic, sure, sure. but tech, yeah, yeah. I guess the, the van wasn't in my name. So. Gotcha. But uh, like all my personal cars have always been a manual transmission. And I enjoyed, like I learned downshifting in the snow mm. and stuff like that, like engine braking. So it was, it, it felt really good to be able to do that in like an automatic naturally. Uh, well, that's, that's, that's awesome. I've been like, you know, kind of interested in your experience with EVs. I think our next car will be an EV. I think the takeaway for our effects club, um, fan club is that, um, EVs are like germanium fuzzes. They perform differently based on the temperature, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if we map the EVs to pedals, uh, it's definitely a germanium fuzz. Um, <laughs> so yeah, cool. That's good to know, Vince. I'm glad it also that it performs well in the snow since we're here in Colorado and we're about to go to on a pedal safari. We are. Yeah. Yeah. But before that, let's talk about your board. Let's see yeah, what's, yeah. what's let's, baseline uh, for the 2022 season. Board. You know, it's funny. You talked about the fact that yours changed in the last week where mine almost changed like last night today. But I, I was like, you know what? We're going to do the baseline. I'm going to leave it the way I had it set up, you know, uh, over the last week. And we're not going to include my new edition quite yet. Um, so uh, right off the bat, mine is... Um, Mine's fairly simple. Um, my whole idea is like with what I kind of like to play when I'm zoned out, I either like to do, you know, some heavier distortion with like some rhythm, uh, rhythm tones or rhythm riffs and stuff like that. So my, my lead tone is a little bit, um, more distorted than yours is going to be. I actually, um, but then sometimes when I'm, when I'm playing cleans, I like to get real spacey and lots of, and so they're almost like two separate circuits. Like I don't typically, uh, pl I wouldn't play the same song with both of them too. Like, not that I couldn't, but like they're almost two different mindsets for me. Um, and so I'll either be playing one or the other. And, um, so yeah, first on my board is, um, Justin, I mean, Justin mentioned his, but mine's my tuner. It's very important to me because I, I hate not being in tune. As soon as I play a chord, I can, if I hear it out of tune, stop playing, tune it, fix it. That's uh, why Vince really has a hard time playing any of my guitars. Yeah, yeah. I'll, it, I would say Vince is like, I would, so if you don't know, Vince comes from a drumming, like drumming background. Like he's a drummer that discovered fuzz and then became a guitar player. Like, yeah, definitely join the club that way. But, um, yeah, you're, I think you have perfect pitch. I, I, um, it's not quite perfect pitch cause I can't pick an, I can't pick what notes there are, but, um, I can typically tune pretty well by ear, even from full chords. Um, at least tune the notes to each other, not necessarily to like, you couldn't play an E string and I could tell you exactly where E is, but, uh, no. So like, I, Oh, so it's relative. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. but, um, yeah, like Justin will play a chord and I'll be like, Oh, Hey, I think your G, G string's out of tune. <laughs> or you, or it, you, uh, yeah. I also play a less pause. So the G string isn't often out of tune. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's a common problem. That's yeah. why I mentioned it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So my tuner and then the first, um, first thing my, in my chain is a way huge camel toe which is a dual drive pedal. It's got the way huge green rhino on the left and the red llama on the right. Um, 
and I have those set up to where they play in series. Um, and it always goes from Green Rhino to Red Llama. Um, and it's awesome. That's right, because the this is also a fairly recent acquisition at the end of last season, right? Yeah, yeah. Right at the end of the year last year, I was I got a buddy of mine basically had two of these and sold me one because he's like, hey, I'm getting rid of some of my unused stuff. Here's everything that I'm selling. If you want dibs on anything, just let me know. Yeah, a uh, friend of the fan club hooked us up with a pretty good deal on that one. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I I absolutely love it, which is funny, too, because I had... I had a, I have a green rhino, um, and I don't know if it's the same version. Cause I know that they have like the Mark, I've seen Mark two and Mark four out there. Um, and my actual green rhino is a Mark four. I don't know if, which version of green rhino this is. Um, but I really like it. So it's just a tube screamer. Um, and I will always play that into the red llama. Um, cause I like to really saturate the, the drive tones for my, my um my dirty sound my rhythm sound and uh if i'm and then next in my pedal chain um is a bbe blacksmith which is um a distortion pedal that has the bbe crusher circuit which is really cool um it's um it's got the what's that thing called the eq three band eq yeah sorry the word was escaping me but uh it's got a three band eq which i really wanted in a you know a distortion pedal and then just a volume and a volume and gain and it um it performs really really well and i really like playing um i'll have the camel toe on so i'll run the the rhino from the camel toe into the distortion to kind of saturate that as well um and that like so those are my two rhythm tones. I'll either play the red, uh, the rhino into the llama or the rhino into the blacksmith. Yeah, because like, like the blacksmith, all the BBE stuff is like kind of new to the club right now. Yeah, it's, we, we, but like, I think maybe Josh brought it up. Yeah, I on saw, a JHS I show. watched a JHS video where he talked about BBE and I was, you know, I was like, oh, I've never heard of this. And I went and looked it up and they make all kinds of pedals and I started going on a on an online safari and ended up purchasing quite a few of them and all of them have been great they're all yeah there there's a there's another one on my board that we'll get to in a bit yeah so, also the price point on them is crazy good yeah, the yeah, value is amazing yeah I thought I would I thought they were a scam when I looked at some of them I was like ah this can't be real yeah but also that I think the crusher circuit when we first, when you're like, oh, you text me, I was like, I got this pedal, like, and we chatted about it. Is based on like a Marshall Governor or something like that? Is that kind of is that kind right of, or not right? There's there's a there's some history there, um, and you can um, effects pedal fans, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe the story is that the circuit was made by a guy at BBE that was doing like some custom pedals for people and would give them out. They weren't actual bbe pedals but i think he was doing pedals for some some people like a side hustle yeah and then uh shortly after that the marshall governor came out with that circuit and then the bbe crusher was released after that and so i think there's um yeah there's some history there i don't really know that much about it um i'm not 
I don't care too much about the uh, the politics of how it happened. I just know that that circuit's dope, and I really <laughs> I really like it on my board. Nice. And the BBE, uh, I mean, sounds amazing. Really, really good. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, that's right. Because it, it it's over. getting repaired. It is getting repaired. Um, the yeah, the switch on it just stopped working. Uh, I don't know if it's a loose connection. Yeah. Um, I took it apart and looked at it, and I was like, I don't see anything that's an easy fix. So take it into somebody who knows yep, what yep. they're doing. Good shout. Good shout. <laughs> but. Um, so after that is starts all of um, my other pedals. The first one after that is a chorus pedal. So the Boss CH1 chorus, um, which I just really wanted chorus on my board. And I mean, Boss is, boss is best. Like you can't go wrong with Boss pedals. And I found a, I actually got the CH1 in a combo deal. I was looking at another pedal and the guy was selling both of them. And I was like, hey, will you sell me both of these for this price? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I ended up getting that CH1 and it's perfect. Um, it's a pretty lush chorus. Yeah. I mean, it's super lush. Yeah. And you dime basically everything except the speed, which you put yeah, yeah. it like. I, I the, keep the, the speed room. speeds speeds low and like other things are dimed. And I really like the, you know, chimey, spacey vibe it gives to my clean tone. So like my clean tone, that is almost always on. Um you know, unless I'm trying to do something real specific, but like a chorus is part of my clean tone for sure. Um, then after that, it goes into the BBE two timer, which is a dual delay pedal. And this is the one that Justin was talking about that we found it. It's a dual analog delay that, um, has an on off switch and then it swaps between the two delays and the two delays have their own time knobs so you can go anywhere from like a slap back to about 300 milliseconds um and so you can just swap between two different times and um so that, the just like so what you're saying is like the the mix and the level remains constant yep yep just the time changes yeah 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 yeah, and the, yeah the delay time this i mean this I mean, also again for an analog delay, I think yeah. you paid like sixty bucks. I or paid something. sixty bucks. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so good, right? And before this, I only had digital delays, and I was like, "Yo, I want an analog delay." And getting a an analog delay with, you know, a choice between you know two different delay options, and I was like, for sixty bucks, I was like sold instantly, and it sounds sounds really good. Um, so I have that, and then I go into my reverb which is um a jhs alpine and this was another recent purchase from a buddy of mine who the buddy of mine who sold me the, the camel toe friend of the fan club yeah and he uh he, it was another one that i looked up because i didn't know what it was um i just saw it and i was like oh that's a jhs pedal and i was like it has a mountain on it and i had to go look up what it was called and uh yeah it's a super dope reverb pedal that has um an expression output that is actually meant for putting in like um, one of those Y splitter cables that you can put in. Oh yeah, a, so it has like a circuit. I wonder if you can like so you can definitely use that as an effects loop, right? To put in patch in another yeah another thing. I wonder you if you could another... put an expression pedal in there too to like control the mix or something. I don't know what it would do. We'd have to shout at Josh on that one. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, yeah, because they like, don't they don't make this the they, JHS no like they, they don't it's out of discontinued out of production discontinued right? yeah and so that was one of the other reasons I was like oh cool I like you know have a cool reverb pedal and I keep my reverb pretty dialed back for now um, well because it has it's two reverbs right 
Kind of. Because you have like, there's a shift knob on there. Like yeah, we, so we that, messed with it a little bit. Like you can do like a kind of a, a tame reverb or then hit the shift, which either gives you like a, if you don't have anything in the expression pedal, it gives it, you, or effects loop, it gives you like crazy deeper reverb or you can do the loop or something. I don't know. I remember. Yeah. We, we experimented with it a little bit, but there's, uh, there was so much to it with, you know, adding with like looping in another pedal <laughs> into like, and it, uh, you know, an expression loop Yeah. that we, uh, we didn't get to mess with it as long as yeah. we would have liked, but, um, yeah, so super cool reverb. If there's anybody else out there that has one of those that has done like a super cool, um, has messed with that a lot more. Like we'd love to hear from you. Cause yeah. it's, we, we downloaded the manual. Like we've never really been like a manual type crew. No. And, and we typically don't look up what other people do. We like, we like to experiment and be like, Oh my God, what does this do? Like discovery is one of our favorite things. Yeah, so yeah. We, we try not to spoil ourselves with what it, with what it can do. We like to discover that for ourselves. So, um, yeah, if you've, if you've done anything cool with the JHS Alpine and yeah. have any cool ideas for pedals that can go into that, uh, that expression, Jack. Yeah. Tag, Shout. tag the, uh, tag the club. Let's see what's going on out there. For sure. Um, so yeah, and that's the last thing that's on my pedal board. So I um, I also bring in and out the BBE Sonic Maximizer because um, it it does a lot of things. Um, but the I mean most important thing is it really cleans up the signal. And I'm not sure if it has a buffer or not either. Like I'm not sure if I should use that in the middle of my circuit somewhere or if it needs to go at the end or at the beginning. Again, I didn't research a ton of it but i had it at the end and it um it just kind of cleans up the signal before it goes into the amp and it um it, it allows me to play like especially with my the, the rhythm tones heavier distorted ones i can i get more clarity out of full chords than i would um with it off and so i um i typically run it when i do that because i like to have um like to have that note clarity and it doesn't it keeps it from being muddied up and so that's the uh that's the last thing in my board Board, i mean the the sonic maximizer i mean like when i remember when it first came out it was a rack unit and then they made it into a pedal now it's a mini pedal too right yeah there's like there's a lot of options for those yeah so i I mean the sonic maximizer is a really interesting pedal like and i wasn't like like when it would like messed, like I tried it and I wasn't like super stoked on it when it came to my like overdriven kind of drive tones, but man, the clean tone on that thing was really yeah freaking chimey and good. Yeah. I was, I mean, again, another BBE. I mean, this is like a, I think we last time we were talking, Vince, you did like a, I think you, oh yeah, you said it was lost in the mail. You, you, you said it was like almost like a, a drunk dial when you were just going to bed at, late at night with a reverb purchase you're yep. just like scrolling through and you're like mm. you wake up the next morning like did i buy a pedal also um club members yeah that drunk dial is just a reference i don't think vince really drinks so <laughs> no it's it's in reference to um when you're laying in bed and you're really tired and you're scrolling reverb and you buy a pedal and then you just go right to bed and then you wake up in the morning and you can't remember if it's a dream or if it's <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> if you actually bought a pedal yeah and that one's lost in the mail right now yeah what is it oh right um that's a Tech 21 Boost Fuzz. Oh. So it's got like a, um, so it's got a volume boost on it that, um, and then it's just a, a fuzz. I don't even know what kind of circuit it is. Like I said, this was one that I was scrolling through and um, I have a Tech 21 Boost Reverb. Uh, it's not on my board, but like I, 
a friend recommended that pedal to me and I tried it and it was really cool. I didn't realize they even had a boost fuzz. I just scrolling through and I was like, Oh, cool. And it, it wasn't even like a put an offer. It was add to cart purchase and then asleep. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like, Oh man, did I buy a pedal last night? And <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Those are the best pedals. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it independent, the boost and the, the reverb or the fuzz or are they run together? I will find out when it, when the post. Yeah, that's a good question. When they I find remember. it, like I said, I, like I didn't do any research on it. Yeah. It was just one of those things where, like, I, you know, I like the Tech Twenty One Boost Reverb that I do, and um, or that I have, and I was like, oh, cool, they make a fuzz one, and can't say no to another fuzz pedal. Yeah, on the Boost Reverb kind of side of things, I was like, when you got that pedal, I was like, that's really interesting because, you know, a lot of times. Personally, I kind of fall into like a traditional placement of reverb in my chain, which is like the end of the chain. Yeah. But I was like, a boost reverb, you could like hit gain with it hard. Yeah. And get like this cool shoegazy kind of spacey, you know, yeah. wash of distortion. I was like, that's pretty rad. Um, so that's definitely an interesting shout and a different way to use reverb. Yeah. Well, um, which is a uh, why I'm interested in the boost fuzz. Cause like if that goes at the beginning of the circuit, you could have a, you know, a boost in it too. And I'm, I don't know if it's independent or not. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. Well, once the we'll, we'll post, talk about it when it gets here. Yeah, we'll talk about it once we take a deep dive. But um, yeah, I think we're coming up on time for our what our guest kicking off the 2022 season with your board. Yeah, yeah, part two of the board rundown. The board rundowns. Yep. And so uh, yeah, you can always find us on Instagram at uh, effectspedalfanclub.com. and then also hit the website and sign up for the newsletter. Again, all signal, no noise. Uh, we just kind of you know find the coolest things in the world of effects pedals that week and share them with you right to your inbox. That's right. So we will catch you next week on the show. And until then, um, I guess we're trying not to scroll reverb too much, but that's impossible. Oh no. Yeah. We'll have plenty to talk about on the, uh, on the next episode. All right. Uh, be safe and, uh, you know, get an electric vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks guys.